0: Reflections with Canon Philip Gray May the words that I speak and the words that you hear be in the name of God who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St John the Evangelist uses words like night and darkness both literally and metaphorically at one and the same time. When Nicodemus first comes to Jesus, it is by night. When Judas departs from the Last Supper, it is night. On Easter morning, Mary comes to the tomb, while it was still dark. Yes, the sun was still to come up that morning, but Mary was inhabiting a much greater darkness in her being. One born of the grief, desolation and loss she felt at the death of Jesus. When she sees the stone rolled away, she thinks the worst. Maybe the authorities were unhappy with Jesus not being in a common grave. Or tomb robbers had come for all the expensive spices Nicodemus had generously given. Her heartbreak is compounded by the first signpost that all is well. Mary's disorientated grief is beautifully presented by St John. Our airwaves and social media are filled presently with the same human response to grief and loss. There are stories to tell for whoever will hear about our feelings at the loss perplexity and hurt so many are experiencing. We understandably have phrases and narratives we need to tell over and over again as we attempt to make sense of our situation. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter and John arrive see, and go home. But Mary just seems to stand frozen whilst all this happens. To freeze physically is another natural way that we can respond to shock and fear. Most of our lives feel frozen presently to a greater or lesser extent. Mary is so consumed by her grief that her responses to those who are around her are very strange too. She sees two angels, but unlike most who see angels in the scriptures, she shows no emotion of either fear or awe, rather she simply sobs. Then we are given the response of God's messengers to her plight. Woman, why are you weeping? On one level, this seems a pretty daft question. You don't need to be a finalist or mastermind to have a guess at the answer. But actually, this is a truly loving approach when space is given to listen to the answer. And being grief-stricken, Mary's answer continues like an old vinyl record with the needle stuck. "Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him." And commentators beautifully point out here how Mary's words get more personal and intimate as she repeats her story. He is now "My Lord." And I don't know where they, where he is. Consumed with her fear, she doesn't wait or listen for the angel's message. Rather, Mary continues to spin around in circles. And even when the very person she's searching for is stood in front of her, the broken record starts again. Jesus meets her with gentle questions it's the same pattern that we saw with blind Bartimaeus in the earlier podcast tell me what you want what you really really want this is where God meets us in our own disorientation and fear despite Jesus using familiar words and phrases with Mary Mary thinks she's met the gardener. She appears impervious in her self-pity. So Jesus uses her name. That changes everything. At our confirmation we were told, God has called you by name and made you his own. Hear God calling you by name however you may be feeling on this isolated, frozen or confined Easter morning. God in Christ calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. This personal encounter is the beginning of Mary's resurrection. Just as Jesus had been in control of all things until his death, So, Mary is now the first to see the first fruits of that accomplishment. Easter is renewed for you today in that personal encounter with the risen Lord. The first fruits, too, of the freedom we shall be given by his and our resurrection. Everyone who has a living encounter with Jesus in this Gospel is then given a new task. For Mary, it shall come to be known as the Apostle to the Apostles. She will be the angel, the messenger, to the eleven. And the old vinyl record has been replaced with Mary's new perpetual live stream, I have seen the Lord. She's now going to tell anyone who will hear it about what she has seen and heard. Now that would be some way for us to come out of our isolation into a new risen life. Mary's Easter story can be our Easter story. Here is a true existential resurrection being and life transformed from disorientation, dread and fear, by our authentic and faith-filled encounter with the love of the risen Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the Daily Reflection podcast. If you would like to listen to more episodes, They will be available on your usual podcast platform. Alternatively, all the podcasts and live streams, uh, services and reflections can be found on the St Margaret's Ilkley website, stmargaretsilkley.org.